0: We have the most important machine in our hands, that our body, and we need to treat it in that way. A lot of us are not doing that. Even if you have the perception that you are doing that, you can have always be better. But in order to know what to do, you need to look inside and understand what are the issues that your body have. So I think the tools like InstaTracker, and by the way, I'm, I'm not pushing anyone to use InstaTracker, use other tools. Those tools can help you to optimize yourself and basically it's like an investment uh, for retirement you're investing in your body to allow you to live longer better life so i think that it's the best investment that you can do in your life and uh, as early that you are doing it it's there is a better chance that you will uh, live longer better life
1: welcome to reinvention after 50. a brand 50 podcast where we interview a large spectrum of entrepreneurs that have started their businesses later in life Learn, be inspired, and get motivated by their stories so that you can take your life's experiences and turn them into your next venture. And here are your hosts, Jack Uhalde and Robert Erie Artboard.
2: So Rob, growing up as kids, you know, we always loved sports. You know, you and I love the Giants and 49ers and the Warriors and then we got competitive for sports. And um, I'll 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 give you this, Rob. you were always a better baseball player than me. But all other sports, you kick
3: my butt, right? Is that- pretty,
2: pretty much, yeah. And I think it had to do with uh, and then and then because uh, you know we were we started playing sports when we were, we were super little. And you know as we've gotten older, I, I still continue to kick your ass in other in other sports like uh, paletta and some other things. But uh, no, in all seriousness, I think we're both pretty competitive. Uh, but we're going to take our competition to a new level. With this company called Inside Tracker, do you want to maybe tell our audience a little bit about Inside Tracker?
3: Yes, Inside Tracker. They're a company that not only do they offer DNA testing, but they give you a bunch of biomarkers. And in an interview, you know, supposedly there's like what 5,000 biomarkers that we have, and you can't test for all of them. So Inside Tracker takes about 43 about what was about 43 biomarkers, right? Yeah. They think is the most important things that you can actually change. And it's very interesting. Actually, when I first got the results, it took me about a week to open them because I was a little scared. <laughs> it was one of those things like I feel really good, but I'm right. not scared to see the evidence. Uh, you right.
2: know? And the way Inside Tracker works is, as you were saying, Rob, so they take the 40, they look at the top 43 biomarkers, and it's really cool. They have a dashboard. And then what they do is they take the, the results of the biomarker, biomarker feedback. And as well as you give them notes, like you give them, which I think you lied about, but you give them your, your height and your weight and your waist circumference, which I got to find out like, cause you did pretty well on it. And, and I think I did pretty well on it too. So we're kind of neck and neck right now. So competition will be how we do moving forward, but they take in your, the survey. So they ask you how many hours of sleep you slept the night, you sleep not on, on average, you you know, like I said, the weight and these other things. And they combine all that information and they say, okay, Here's what your, your chronological age is. In my case, I'm 57, you're 58. Chronological age is this number, but this is here. This is where we tell you you're at uh, internally. So it's your internal thing. So you and I are going to have a fun little competition now. So over the next 12 months, we're going to try and improve upon our actual inside age and, and see who ends up with the winner.
3: And actually, our inside age, we're about the same. We're about what, six years younger, right? About six years younger. I was. I
2: came in at 51, I think 51.1. And I came 50. in at like 52
3: point something. So, yeah, so it was close. And, and you know, when I first saw that, I go, what? That's all? Because I feel mentally, I feel like I'm 30 years old. Right? Yeah. I was hoping physically I'd be in the 40s. I, was like, oh, I thought so. you'd
2: be in the 60s myself. I'm surprised you did as well as you did.
3: Let me get you back on the court here. <laughs> I'm slap you down a couple notches. But yeah, it is very interesting. And I like get this one comment, this great analogy about the poker analogy, how he, he uses the DNA testing along with the biomarkers. The DNA is the cards that were dealt with in life, right? So he got, he's got this great poker analogy. And you can still have a bad, bad hand and still win the game right exactly whatever your dna shows you combine it with your biomarkers and if you're serious about it you change those biomarkers so it can kind of offset your dna so that was a very interesting concept so no it's great people have this perception
2: that they're stuck with with whatever they have if their parents were on you know cholesterol medication or high blood pressure medication that's just the way it is and with dr gil blander the, the the guy that i interviewed the founder of Tracker, what he said was, no, that's not the case. You can actually overcome your DNA by, you know, by diet. And they give you the nice thing about inside trackers they give you these wonderful, just, just really slick dashboard, and it gives you a bunch of feedback articles on how you can improve areas of, of weakness.
3: Yeah, it was a really good interview. I think uh, people will like it.
2: Yeah. So 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 Gil Blander. So I interviewed Dr. Gil Blander, the founder. And for our listeners, I think you'll really enjoy the fact that he talks about how we started this company. He's a scientist. It was built by science. And it's, to me, a a great interview, not only from the business perspective on how we started this this company, but also how we can all do better with our health. So I hope everybody likes it. So, joining me today on the Brand 50 podcast, Reinvention After 50, I am joined by Gil Blander. Gil, you're the CEO, founder, head honcho for Inside Tracker. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you so much. I'm not the CEO, I'm the chief scientific officer. And okay, the, founder. the
2: chief scientific officer. Okay, and yeah. also the founder. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay, w- wonderful. You know, before we kind of get going into this, I've got some questions for you. I just I love the platform. My cousin and I both did it, uh did it. We're gonna he and I are gonna have like a friendly competition here moving forward to see if we can get younger versus getting older. So I look forward to that. And the the beauty of Inside Tracker is it's really an opportunity for us to kind of evaluate, have benchmarks for where we want to go, you know, moving forward. But before we get into Inside Tracker, you've got a real interesting background. You have scientific background. You're a scientist. You, you know, you were trained at MIT. Give us your origin story. Kind of how you, how did you get into science, and 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 uh, just a bit about your background.
0: Yeah, sure. So I was born and raised in Israel, and from a very young age, I was fascinated by the aging process. I wanted to live forever, delay the onset of aging-related diseases, improve the quality of life. And that's why I decided to study biology. I done my PhD at the Weizmann Institute of Science in uh, Israel. And then uh, I moved to MIT to join one of the best labs that studied aging in the world. I spent five years there. And then during that time, I uh, was exposed to the biotech, pharmaceutical, uh, high-tech environment of uh, Kendall Square. And Kendall Square, to whoever doesn't know, it's uh, the area around MIT. It's like a, a radius of a mile around MIT that uh, have uh, maybe 1,000 uh, companies around it uh, with uh, very similar to the Silicon Valley. Right. But it's more uh, what is unique about uh, Kendall Square that you have a lot of biotech and pharmaceuticals. So you have all the high but you also have the biotech and pharmaceutical. And I realized that I might be able to contribute more to humanity if I start my own company than being a professor in the academia. And that's why I decided to finish my uh, postdoctoral fellowship at MIT and uh, move to the industry, worked in a couple of companies for a couple of years. And then I came with the idea of uh, an tracker together with a couple of other uh, scientists. And the idea is very simple. Let's allow people to live longer, better life based on what's happening inside their body. Because our hypothesis is that each of us is unique and each of us have a a specific uh, issue that you need to work on. Some of us have high glucose, some of us have high cholesterol, some of us have high inflammation and so on. So let's find what's happening inside your body. And then based on that, let's give you uh, the recommendation, what food to eat, what supplement to take, what exercise to do, what lifestyle changes to to perform in order to live a longer, better life. So that's uh, my background in a nutshell.
2: Yeah. Interesting background. Now, was there a challenge? I'm curious because you're, you know, you're a scientist, you're, you're studying these things, and you essentially, it's a science-based company, but there's tech, there's tech involved. Was that, how was that for you as a scientist? Because you, you know, you're the founder, you're starting this business. What, what, what were some of those challenges early on? Where, I mean, I'm sure you had
0: some. Yeah, of course, a lot. Uh, so first, <laughs> I'm not a business person, so it wasn't easy for me to raise money. Second, as you said, I'm not an engineer. So I was uh, lucky enough that uh, one of my uh, co-founders spent a lot of time with engineers and uh, uh, he led the engineering uh, department in the first few years. And then I learned about it. Uh, He had to leave, uh, so I had to manage that as well. So definitely there are a lot of challenges, especially that uh, nobody knows everything. So you need to work with, uh, with other people, learn from them, arrange the team around you and make them motivated and uh, obviously to raise money. So all of that is a big challenge. And uh, an example for that is that the company is already 12 years old. So we decided to build it in the right way and to put the science in the center. So we spent the first few years just doing a scientific experiment before we even uh, started to sell it to anyone. And only when we were satisfied about the quality of uh, our recommendation, and our inputs and output, only then we started to sell it to consumer.
2: And the real benefit there, too, for the consumer is the fact that scientists started this company. It wasn't business people that said, hey, let's do this. We think there's an opportunity here.
0: Yeah.
2: It was, it was you as a scientist, a researcher in you and your team that said, okay, we're going to build it right. We're going to do it right. And based off of what I've seen so far, I, I, would, I think you've done it right. And I just want to add, and I kind of touched on this at the top. I love your content. I mean, I think you're, you could charge for the content. because I, 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 My understanding is you can go to your website, not having done the testing, and still utilize all the content, the free content you have on there. Yeah.
0: yeah so we have, from the get-go, we realized that content is very important. So we have an amazing uh, content team uh, that uh, doing a really amazing job. And a lot of the writers that we have are actually scientists either RD or exercise physiologist or other. And we are taking a pride in uh, writing uh, the content. So, uh, and they are also using the platform that we work for our, uh, build for our customers, that we might discuss later. So basically, we build a platform that extracts data from uh, uh, the scientific literature. The scientists are doing it, but then they are entering it into an expert system that make it structured. And then it's very easy for them to look at, uh, for example, coffee. Is it good or bad for whatever? And then they can see all the papers that are about coffee and whether it's good for resting heart, for example. Okay? And then they can start looking, oh, we have 100 papers, but uh, 20 of them are uh, for males. So let's look only the coffee for males. And then coffee for males that's cycling and coffee for males that's cycling and there are about 50. Okay? Okay. So then uh, you can look at all of that and uh, slice and dice the data, whatever you want, and see how many papers for this subpopulation are showing that coffee uh, increased the resting heart rate, decreased the resting heart rate, how many showing that it doesn't do anything. And based on that, uh, first we can give recommendations for our users, but also our content team can use that in order to extract the right reference and based on that, write uh, content for our readers. So I think that I agree with you. We have an amazing content team that uh, doing a very good job.
2: Yeah. When I got my DNA well the DNA results plus the, the blood work back on the biomarker and the recommendations, um, the nice thing about the platform is it lays it all out for you. And you can kind of go through it and decide which information you want to read more up on. And and I I found that to be incredibly useful. Let's go back to just the very the very beginning process. So I signed up, then I got the quest diagnostic slip to go get my blood work. Give our listeners just a a a um some feedback in terms of, you know, in terms of the process. You go, you get the blood work done. What do you guys do with the blood work, and and maybe even touch on a little bit about the biomarker piece of it as well?
0: Sure. First, you come to our website and you decide what panel to take. So we have a few different panels. Uh, one of them is uh, basically if you have data of yourself from your primary care physician, you can upload it and then uh, basically we are saving your time to go to Quest Diagnostic, but we're also saving you money because you bring your data uh, with you. You right. can upload it, and we develop a platform uh, that's called OCR that basically extract the data from the piece of paper and uh, populate it. So that's one way. Another way to do it is to use a, a what we call home kit. So we can send you a key to your home, you prick your finger, few drops of blood on a piece of paper, submit it to our partner, and then we get the data. Another way is what you described before. You go to Quest Diagnostic, they are uh, extracting blood from your vein and uh, sending the data to us. And uh, one permutation of that is if you don't like to go to Quest because you are scared of seeing sick people there, or you are too busy, we can send a technician to your home or office or wherever you are, and this person will come and take the blood and then send it to Quest and they will send the data to us. So there are a lot of different ways that you can uh, uh, make the input of the blood. Then uh, a few days later, Instant Tracker receives the data. And what we are doing with that, we, uh, it's, by, the, by the way, it's all automatic. So the data came come to Instant Tracker. We are starting to look at each blood biomarker and seeing whether you are optimal, normal, or out of normal. So let's talk about that for a second. If you go to your primary care physician, it will look at you and basically or the, your blood data and say whether you are normal or out of normal. For example, for glucose, it's 65 to 99. doesn't matter if you are male or female, young or old, athletic active or couch potato, all of us receiving the same range. So we said that that's wrong. And we develop an optimal range for each person based on his age, gender, ethnicity, athletic activity, and so on. So we are basically... Uh, coming and showing to you, uh, you are optimal for this marker, you are out of uh, optimal, but still normal, or you are out of normal. Okay, so first you see that, then we condense uh, some biomarkers together, because in the ultimate panel, which is our, uh, let's say, uh, the flagship, we have more than 40 blood biomarkers. And it's very hard for someone that is not a scientist to understand all the acronym and all the names and what does it mean. So what we are doing, we condense it to a specific uh, process. For example, lipids, all the lipids are there, or iron process, all the irons are there, or inflammation. We have like 10 markers of inflammation. All of that uh, condense to one uh, score. Then what we do for each marker or group of markers, we are giving you some recommendation. If your uh, score or your biomarker is out of uh, normal or optimal, we are giving you some recommendation. In order to optimize it, you you should eat this food. You should take this supplement. You should do this exercise or you ta- you should take these lifestyle changes. Okay? In addition to that, we are allowing the user to select a goal. So you can select a goal. What goal do you want to achieve? And you can change the goal whenever you want. But the goal can be, I want to sleep better. I want to de-stress. I want to optimize my overall health. I want to lose weight. So we have like 12 goals or so that you can select. Based on that, we are based on the goal, based on your preferences, then also on your demographic information. And based on the blood biomarkers, we are building a plan for you. And then uh, you select from the plan what intervention you like. So on average, we are giving you around 20 recommendations out of a battery of a few thousands that we have, that we really personalize for you based on all what I said before. And then you can come and say, hey, you told me to swim, but I don't have any swimming pool next to me. So I don't want to do it. And you told me to eat avocado, but I don't like avocado. Okay, so don't do it. So then you select the, I don't know, 5 to 10 to 12, whatever you feel you can uh, absorb recommendation. And then using our mobile app, we are starting to engage you. We are sending you a reminder to check in. We are sending you also a, a pro tips. And the pro tips can be on based on your blood, but also based on a question that we are asking you and based on a connection of a fitness tracker. So currently, we have a connection with uh, Garmin and uh, Fitbit, and we are working on Apple Watch. Uh, it should come shortly. But basically, the idea there is you have the blood biomarkers that uh, you don't test every day. Let's say I'm an avid user, so I'm testing every quarter. I would say average person tests every year or so. So it's a big mountain of excitement and a lot of results and all of that. But then you have a valley. So we said, instead of having a value of no, non-excitement, let's have some peaks between that. And the peaks are the data from the fitness tracker. So we are looking at your resting heart rate, uh, deep sleep, REM sleep, total sleep, and so on. And based on that, we are giving you a recommendation. What should you do in order to optimize them? And also how do they connect it to the blood? Okay, so for example, let's assume that I woke up this morning and my uh, uh, deep sleep was low. Insta tracker will send me a notification say, okay, Gil, your deep sleep is low. Don't worry about it. We'll try to help you to improve it in the next night. So tonight at 8.35, do X, Y, and Z in order to be ready to the normal time that you fall asleep at 10.35. Okay? Mm-hmm. So something like that that helps the user to uh, receive value not only based on blood, but also based on the physiological markers.
2: That's incredible. I mean, it's truly incredible, especially, that I was, I was going to be one of my questions for you too, the wearable technology, where where it's come in such a short amount of time. And I know they're working on glucose monitors right now, just on a wearable device. So I'm sure you know, the, you'll, you'll be able to incorporate that within your inside tracker. I'll have a follow-up question there, but I also wanted to talk to you. It was interesting because I looked at my test scores and my glucose level was high higher than, you know, it said it should have been in my sugar level. Um, I was at like 92. And I guess based off the fact that I'm, I'm an athlete, I work out a lot, I train, I sleep well. I mean, I've got all the things. I was surprised by that number. Uh, but the nice thing based off of that is, is you guys gave me some feedback in terms of how to reduce it. Yeah. But can you tell me just, I'm just curious, like I, I do have a healthy diet, but things that might, you know, what would contribute to that for somebody who's athletic?
0: Yeah, so so again, just to put it in perspective, 92 is normal. So if you will go yeah. to your primary care physician say, "Hey, <laughs> uh, Jack, you are you are good. Go go home. Then don't bother me." Yeah. But what we the difference between us and the primary care physician is that we are trying to optimize you and we are trying to prevent you to of being sick in uh, in the future. Okay? Yeah. So basically, it's prevention versus uh, fixing something that is broken okay yeah. so 92 uh, in no mean it's bad okay yeah. but it's not amazing you can be better
3: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, n-
0: normal is boring optimal is great and all yeah. of us want to be optimal especially if you want to live long and a uh, healthy life and don't uh, be connected to uh, a machine in 10 years and uh, lie on the bed and don't move I want to be when I will retire I want to climb a mountain and uh, have fun and not uh, lie on the bed uh, connected to a machine so that's the perspective Now, what uh, again, what we are doing, let's take the example of the glucose that you gave me, is we are trying to find what is the data from a peer-reviewed scientific publication show about someone in your age and the relationship to longevity. And what we we have, we found some uh, papers that show that there is a a strong correlation between the level of glucose in relatively young age, uh, someone like you, and the total uh, uh, lifespan of that person, so as lower the glucose, is better. Again, not l- too low, but lower right. in the, uh, inside the normal range. So what we are telling you, uh, uh, Jack, you're you good, but you can be better. Right. And, and, and now those are the interventions that can help you to be better. So some of them are, uh, I assume, some uh, change in the nutrition. Some of them are lifestyle. Some of them are exercise recommendation. And and, uh, some of them are uh, are food. So we we are giving you a variety of options to decide what can you do in that example to optimize your glucose. But we are looking at 40 blood biomarkers. So then it's much more complex because then we are trying to find what is the overlap between, let's assume that your glucose and uh, a total cholesterol or LDL are also high. So how can we do it in a a way of one stone uh, eating two birds? So let's try to find the intervention that will help you not only improve your glucose but also improve your uh, LDL cholesterol.
2: Well, it's interesting you should say that because my my HDL was really good. I had a really good high HDL and again, I I have a really good diet. I mean, it's it's pretty insane, but my LDL was higher than normal. I think my LDL was 150 if I'm not mistaken. It was a little a little high with the glucose and I think the point of this too is We all think that we're doing fine. Like me, I'm sitting here thinking, Hey, I'm great. I'm like, I got a perfect diet and then I get the results and I'm like, I am, maybe I'm not being as honest with myself as I think I am. I have a sweet tooth. I do like sweets, but I try to control it. But yeah, point of this is, is it helps you realize, okay, before I go take, eat this thing, like what's the glucose level on that? Right. So that's the beauty of what you guys are doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I want to uh, uh, continue to discuss that, uh, to say, each of us, nobody is perfect, and you can always be better in work, in life, in uh, in the family relationship, and also in your health. We can always do better. And even someone like you that doing a lot of things right, you can still be better, and I can be still better, and I don't know anyone that cannot be better. And again, you, you need to make the decision whether you do it now when the problems are small, like what you described, or we'll do it later when the problem will be much more bigger and then we'll need the support of the physician. And some of it is not, uh, you cannot uh, reverse it. you what is nice about it, you can still reverse it. Later on, you might not be able to reverse it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's nice too. I was actually pleasantly surprised, or I guess I wasn't surprised, but I was happy. My, I'm 57 years old and my, it came back that I was 51, 51 and change.
0: Oh, the inner age.
2: Yeah. The inner age. So that's this cool function too, is like you yeah. can say, okay, your inner age is X. I'm curious on the inner age piece, what's the best you've ever seen? Have you seen people reduce it by 10 years? Like, is it 15 yeah. years?
0: Yeah. If you look at the inner age at your uh, account, you will see that we have like the size of the court. But maybe before that, I will explain what is inner age to your audience. Sure. So inner age is basically what we call biological age. So you have your age based on the day that you have been born. And let's, let's call it the driving license age. But it's not always, not all of us age at the same pace. So what, what uh, we said, let's develop something that will look inside and look at the biomarkers that you have. And based on that, see and calculate somehow what is your age. And I think that what's nice about that is that it's giving you one number. As I said, we have like 40 something biomarkers and it's very hard to someone that is not a, a super duper scientist, but even for scientists, to combine all of that together and come and say, am I good or am I bad? What is nice about that is basically you have your uh, driving license age and you are either younger or older than the age. Right. If you are younger, that's means that you are somehow beating the clock because you are aging slower than what you're supposed to be. If you are older, you're doing something wrong, or somehow you haven't got the best cards and you are getting uh, the aging processes a bit faster. What is nice in both cases, we are giving you some uh, tools, some recommendation with food, supplement, exercise, and lifestyle changes to try to improve it in the next time, okay? Now to your question about the size of the court So for each person we give the size of the court meaning uh, let's assume in your example, you are 57, it doesn't make sense that you can be 18. Okay. You're you not uh, close to 18. So, we are uh, based on the data that we have and the biomarkers that we are ch- testing and all of that, we are telling you, hey, uh, uh, Jack, in your case, you're the youngest that you can be, let's say it's 40, the oldest that you can be is, let's say, uh, I don't know, 75. Okay. And then, uh, and then that's the size of the code. So, even someone like you, as you said, you are like, I don't know, six years younger, yeah. you can still be even better. And there are some people, I've seen some people that go to the uh, most extreme side of the court in the lower, basically, they go the youngest that they can, but it's very rare. Most of us always have some work to do in order to get young.
2: No, sure. And 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 is there, so when I take the test again in six months to a year, you know, which which I will do when I do it again, it's possible I can get to 45, maybe not in six months, but maybe
0: in a year. It's it's possible. Again, it's all based on the blood biomarkers and some physiological markers. Yes. So uh, in the inner age, if you look at your page, you will see that it's not only we're showing you how old you are, we're also showing which biomarkers contribute for you to being either older or younger, yeah. and what is the effect size of each of them. And then you can uh, select the plan inner age, and there we are trying to help you to optimize that. So we are giving you a lot of tools to try to optimize it, and we have seen that our users with time uh, improve in rage uh, I'm, I wouldn't say that in uh, six months you can decrease it by ten years. Uh, <laughs> it might, it might happen, right. but it's less, it's less likely. If you are lucky, or if you are doing a very good job, but uh, you can definitely uh, go in the right direction.
2: Yeah, um, we talk a lot about biomarkers, and quite frankly, to be honest with you, you know, prior to doing Inside Tracker, I'd never, I'd never heard. I guess I've heard the term, but I really didn't know what it is. Can you let, let our listeners know what a biomarker is? I b- believe we have a, over 500 biomarkers. You guys specifically choose 43 of them?
0: So actually, there are more than that. There are uh, maybe 5,000 different blood biomarkers okay, five thousand. Okay. Today. Yeah. And biomarkers basically as the name. It's a marker. It's marked something. And uh, bio is biological marker. So basically, glucose is a good example. It's marked the level of sugar metabolism in your body. LDL cholesterol marks the level of uh, LDL in your body. Uh, the inflammation markers mark the uh, level of inflammation in your body. We have a, a, another marker that's called cortisol that measures the stress that you, your body has or the, the level of, of stress that you are having. There is another marker of uh, a physical stress called creatine kinase. Uh, there are markers that show the level of iron that you have in the body. So there are a lot of markers like that. What we done? We looked at all those thousands of biomarkers and selected the one that make the most sense to be included in InstaTracker, because a normal person cannot test five thousand markers because right. first it's very expensive and second you might not have enough blood in your veins to test huh. all of them. So what we done? We came with a few criteria to select the blood biomarkers. One of them is that there are biomarkers of health and not a disease. We are not physicians and we are not practicing medicine or diagnostic disease. So we selected biomarkers that are not for disease, but actually for health. The second one is that those biomarkers should be modulated. We'll be able to change them using a simple intervention, food, supplement, exercise, and lifestyle changes. We don't want to modulate them or change them with drugs because, again, we are not a physician. And the last one is that at least uh, 1% of the of our population will be out of the normal, meaning that we don't want to look at the biomarkers that only one of a million have an issue with, because then we are not giving you a good service. So right. based on that, we came with uh, this uh, panel of blood biomarkers. And I, hopefully I answered your question.
2: No, you did. Um, you did. And I, I guess a follow-up question to that is, So when you define inner, when you guys kind of tell us what our inner age approximate is, what percentage, I'm curious, what percentage of that is identified from the blood work? And also like I had filled out like a questionnaire, like how much sleep I got, how much exercise, is there a way you guys quantify it? Like, is there a percentage that you look at or how do you, the inner what constitutes the exact inner age? Is it a combination or is it just a biomarker?
0: So the inner age comes from a, a biomarkers and a bit of a physiomarker. For example, your weight and the P- BMI is uh, is showing a strong correlation for longevity as well. But it's not based on the questionnaire other than your age and the gender. Because what we are doing, if you want me to go a bit deeper into the inner age, we are uh, we were looking for biomarkers that change during the aging process, either going up or going down. Okay, and then we are coming and saying. A, Jack is uh, 57. In his age, the glucose, let's say, is supposed to be, let's say, 85. And, and uh, Jacques glucose, let's say, it's 92. So it's a bit higher. Glucose is going higher in the age. So basically, it's not good to be above. So we'll give you some penalty that uh, your glucose is higher than the regression line. Got it. And then we are doing it for with around 16 blood biomarkers like that. For each of them, we know what is the effect. And then we combine all together and come in with your inner age score.
2: Got it. Okay. A couple more questions for you. The other one is is the DNA test. So I had the DNA test done in conjunction with the blood work. And what I really found fascinating about that is, is you look at what's average for me. Like, what should I expect? Maybe explain a little bit about the intersection between the blood biomarker and the DNA and how you guys make them work together to establish a base.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a very good question. So the DNA is giving you potential. And I can uh, give the example uh, of uh, cards. So if you go to, let, let's say, Las Vegas and uh, sit in, uh, in the table and uh, play poker, you receive a cards. Sometimes the cards are great and sometimes the uh, the cards are very bad. <laughs> but then you need to play with them, okay? Right. So the DNA is basically the card. You got it, you cannot change it. That's the card that you got. Uh, you need to play the best game with them, okay? So now let's, uh, let's go back to uh, the DNA and the, and the blood. So you got the card, that's the DNA, and we're telling you, for example, you have a high risk for high cholesterol, meaning that your cards that you got are not the best. You, you have been born with a high uh, risk to have high cholesterol. But let's assume that you play the card very well. Basically, you are eating well, you are exercising well, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. There is a chance that you will win the game in uh, Las Vegas because you are playing very well. So even so that you have a high risk, you might have uh, your blood data will show that your cholesterol is actually good. That means that you are a very good player. Now, uh, in the other uh, range, you, you might receive a great card. Your risk for high cholesterol is very low, but you are not playing well. You are partying, you are eating badly and all of that. And then your uh, result will be high in the blood. Your cholesterol will be high. That's mean that you got a good cards, but you are playing them very badly. So basically the combination of the blood and DNA giving you, let's say, a higher definition picture of your body.
2: I love that analogy. You've got some good analogies. That's, that's a good one. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing, too, is that, and I'm sure you've heard this, I've definitely have heard this, I've heard people tell me, well, my parents had high blood pressure, they had super high cholesterol, it's, it's part of my DNA, so I'm just yep. going to, and I have it, um, so I'm just going to take the high blood pressure medications along with the, the cholesterol medications, where in fact, I, you know, and, and I've read some of your articles in the past, you don't necessarily agree with that philosophy.
0: Yeah, not at all. So there is a lot of data that show that, yeah, the genetic is important, but it's not the full story, and a lot of time is not the major story. So the genetics is part of that, but then you have the lifestyle and the environment and all of that, and that is ad- under your, our control. So again, you can you might have been born with a bad cards, but again, if you will play them well, there is a very good chance that you won't need to take those uh, uh, drugs. Sometimes you really need to, but at least at the beginning, try not to do that. So try to change your uh, nutrition and lifestyle and exercise and uh, and uh, sleep. And there is a, g- a good chance that you can uh, fight those issues without taking the drugs. And even if you are taking the drugs, that's not the whole story. Even if you are taking the drugs, you will ask every physician and will tell you lifestyle is still very important. So the drug is not a silver bullet. It's a, a good solution, but it Working together with change of lifestyle will make it even better.
2: Yeah. Problem with Western medicine, too, as I see it, is uh, there's not enough focus on preventative medicine, which you guys are basically yes. doing. So taking these things into account, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, just a couple more questions for you. Based off of all the research that you guys have done and what you've seen, what are some of the keys to long, healthy living longevity? Uh, what would you say, like maybe the top two or three?
0: Yes, yeah, so I think that definitely nutrition is uh, very important, and I can uh, discuss a, a specific intervention uh, maybe later. Exercising, but also not over exercising. And I have, uh, I'm uh, in a similar age of you are, and I have some friends. I assume that you have some friends that are waking up every day at 5 a.m., uh, going for a bike ride of two hours. And then uh, uh, going to the gym and uh, lifting weight for another two hours. And then they're asking me why their uh, heart rate is so high or resting heart rate is so high. So I'm saying that there are a lot of people, most of the population have an issue of under-exercising. Some of us are over-exercising. And everything should be in moderation. And then you have uh, all the uh, lifestyle, uh, specifically the, the sleep. The sleep is so important. And in our era with uh, those uh, gadgets that we are all the, all the day with them and we have the TV in the bedroom and the, the phone is ringing at uh, 1 a.m. and we, we have to pick it up and all of that. Our quality of uh, sleep is bad. And because of that, we are basically our body doesn't have enough time to regenerate himself and uh, clean himself and uh, rest. And and I think that uh, it's a combination of uh, basically the right nutrition and the, also the right timing of nutrition. And again, we can discuss it later. Exercise, do the right exercise and what you need to exercise and uh, definitely the lifestyle and specifically the sleep and distress.
2: Yeah. Sleep is a big issue in this country or in the world for that matter, but yeah. it is definitely an issue. One of the questions I had for you was when I looked at my cholesterol, as an example, it said, have more fiber in your diet, more fiber in your diet, when I have quite a bit of fiber, but you mentioned cereal and everything I've read says cereal is not good. Do you guys ever, do you ever make brand recommendations? Like what cereal should I be, you know, for fiber, what cereal should I be getting
0: yeah, so I haven't uh, seen this recommendation. I would love to discuss with you later. But specifically, we are trying not to give a, a specific brand. Okay. What we are doing is, especially for supplement, because it's more complex, we are telling you a, a few options of supplement that you can take. Because we want to stay the Switzerland and we don't want to anyone to feel like we are trying to push you to buy a specific brand. So for example, for vitamin D, if you need to take vitamin D, We'll tell you what is the amount, let's say 2000 AU. We'll tell you you can buy it from a vendor A, B, and C. Okay. And then you decide which vendor to take it from. But we are not recommending a specific brand because we feel like it's a, it's remove us from being a Switzerland that we would like to stay Swiss.
2: No, and that's really important. My final, I guess my final question for you, Gil, is where do you see Inside Tracker going in five years? Do you guys, do you see maybe any sort of partnerships, maybe with a wearable technology or or where do you see, where do you see it going in five years?
0: Yeah. So definitely we, we already have some partnership with wearable technology. For example, Garmin, uh, 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 we are partnering with Garmin and we are trying to partner with uh, other wearable uh, uh, technologies, but again. We are partnering with them, but not saying we will use only Garmin. Our goal is to make uh, the life of our user the best and allow him to use uh, uh, whatever wearable uh, technology that he's using. And if he doesn't have one, help him to find one. But if you are asking me about uh, five years, my vision is to uh, continue to become the leader and being the guardian angel of health. And I can give you an example. Let's assume uh, that you are walking at the, on the street of San Francisco and you are entering into a restaurant. Let's assume that you receive a text notification from Instant Tracker, and telling you, hey, Jack, this is not the best restaurant for you. We noticed that you wow. went to the restaurant, but it's not the best ra- restaurant for you. Uh, don't worry. Uh, walk another 100 uh, yards and uh, this restaurant is uh, good for you. And then uh, uh, we-, we notice that five minutes later you are still there two minutes later, you're still there. We'll send you another notification. Okay, Jack, you made the decision. It's not the best decision, but in this restaurant, the the best meal for you is Mel X. Okay. So basically helping you to make the decision and also supporting you when you are not making the best decision. So that's how, that's my vision.
2: Wow. That is really cool. That you think you'll have that in five years? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that is incredible. I lied. I got one more question for you. Okay. <laughs> this is this will be it. Alcohol. Yeah. What is, what is your viewpoint on, on alcohol? I I I heard an interview with Dr. Um Heyman, who's the brain guru. Um, and he's like he's opposed to alcohol. Like he just doesn't think alcohol should be used at all. Well I'm curious. Yes.
0: Yeah, so uh so I I wouldn't say that I'm as extreme as he is. I think that uh, alcohol has some uh, uh, negative effects, but there are some also positive effects from alcohol. Some people are more sensitive to alcohol, and some people are less sensitive from alcohol. Uh, What we are doing right now, actually, at Insight Tracker, we have like a a daily questionnaire. We ask like five questions. One one of them is uh, how much alcohol you drank yesterday, and the other one is how much coffee you drank yesterday. And based on that, we see what is the effect of your alcohol or uh, or uh, coffee on your mood and on your uh, resting heart rate and on your sleep and so on. So that's one. Second, in the blood we have a, a battery of uh, biomarkers that looking at the liver health. And uh, I assume that you know that uh, what happens, You drink alcohol, it's get into the liver and detoxify there. So if uh, when you drink alcohol is uh, making uh, damage to your liver, we'll see more liver enzyme in the blood. Mm. So some people are very sensitive for the alcohol. Some people are less sensitive. We know that a lot of people, and we've seen it during COVID, people are, I think that the consumption of uh, alcohol uh, uh, skyrocketed during COVID because people basically couldn't meet with each other. So they drank alcohol just to be happier. Um, So so what I'm saying, uh, alcohol in moderation is not the end of the world. I can tell you I'm not drinking alcohol almost ever because I, I don't need it. But yeah. I know that a lot of other people need it. So I'm not saying stop it, drinking alcohol completely. But uh, monitor it and see, <laughs> with still like Instant tracker what does it do when you drink alcohol? What does it do to your liver? Inside? Okay, yeah. what does it do to your liver? What does it do to your sleep? What does it do for your resting heart rate? And then based on that, you can make an educated decision because there are some people that alcohol doesn't do anything for them. Some other, it can be very bad for them. But let's, let's experiment and understand.
2: Sure. So look look at the biomarkers, look at the numbers. Bill, this has been tremendous. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know know you have a busy day and everything, but I really appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything I missed that you wanted to add to the conversation?
0: I think that the bottom line is that we have the most important machine in our hands, that's our body, and we need to treat it in that way. A lot of us are not doing that. And even if, as you said before, even if you have the perception that you are doing that, you can have always be better. But in order to know what to do, you need to look inside and understand what are the issues that your body have. So I think the tools like InstaTracker, and by the way, I'm, I'm not pushing anyone to use InstaTracker, use other tools. Those tools can help you to optimize yourself. And basically, it's like an investment for retirement. You're investing in your body. To allow you to live longer, better lives, so I think that it's the best investment that you can do in your life, and uh, as early that you are doing it, it's there is a better chance that you will uh, live longer, better life.
2: Yep, and my goal, and I've heard you interviewed another in podcast, and like you, I have a, I'm an active lifestyle. My goal is to be downhill skiing and mountain biking at eighty, and not with an e-bike, by the way, either. I want to have a manual bike and go mountain biking at eighty, and I want to ski down the mountain. So that's my goal.
0: I- and 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 I, I can I, I think that it's definitely doable. I, I think that uh, our generation uh, there is a good chance that we'll live to one hundred. So eighty is still <laughs> eighty is, a, is the new sixty.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm a puppy at 80s. So I may change it to ninety. I'll, I'll shoot for ninety. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, let's 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 push the boundaries. So like,
2: yeah, exactly. Dr. Gil Blander, I really appreciate the time again. We will have on our show notes um, how people can get more involved with InsideTrack or learn about it, but I appreciate your time and and good luck, and I look forward to talking with you in the future.
0: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.
1: We hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information on all of our guests, go to brand50.com, where you'll find show notes and other resources to help guide you through the next exciting phase of your life. Please consider subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, along with other platforms, and write us a review while you're there. You can also sign up for our email list on our site to get the latest podcast updates. We promise you won't get a constant barrage of emails from us, and you can bet we'll protect your privacy as well. You can also follow us on social media accounts listed on our site. Thank you for listening.